0: It's half past nine. was two hours late. That used to happen frequently during the war, especially when the high had been over during the night. The train was blacked out. The lights were dim. I was sharing a compartment with another officer, a major of about 35. He was reading The Idiot. He smoked continuously. We spoke hardly at all. Just a word or two now and again above each of our seats was a notice which stated idle chatter helps hitler but that wasn't why our conversation was so sporadic we just had no curiosity about one another that's all i was going to edinburgh where my sister kept hers for me Perfect
1: bore
0: carrying these blasty gas F- masks around <clears> at <throat> me. I had just enjoyed nine hours in a crowded troopship. For all I knew then, he might have undergone a similar experience. He said not another word for more than an hour. My watch showed me it was beyond midnight. The new soak and pre-washed powder presents Beyond Midnight by Michael McKay.
2: I received a letter from Mrs. Bookbites of Spoon Street, Lakeside, Cape Town during the week, and she wrote to me about biotechs. She said, my daughter's gym tunic was very badly stained, with the result she would not wear it. I decided to try biotechs, which you advertised, and I soaked the garment for a few hours, and much to my amazement, the stains disappeared. I've spoken about this product to my friends who are now using biotechs, And I'd like to say a big thank you for making this product available to us. Well, as I've been saying for a little while, Mrs. Bookfights and you other ladies, Biotex is absolutely marvelous when it comes to helping get rid of those very stubborn stains. I've kept on emphasizing that you let soaking do your washing. And you will notice that these stains just vanish by using Biotex merely by soaking overnight or for a couple of hours in warm water or pre-washing in your washing machine. It is spelt B-I-O-T-E-X.
0: We're stopping. Signals, I said. This will make
2: us later than ever. Where are we? Uh, heaven or the end of the world.
0: Uh, yes, I think it is the end of the world. I recognize it. Uh, Doncaster, I think. It should be 80 miles. You've Rough, isn't it, catching a train that's half a day late when you've only got two weeks' leave?
2: Mm. Hmm. Been overseas?
0: Singapore. Ah.
2: Come.
0: My regiment had retreated for four months through the Malayan jungle, only to be practically annihilated at the docks at Singapore. I was the only officer left alive. But one didn't talk shop in those days, so we said no more about the war.
2: Seen any good shows in London? Vatican's Day wasn't bad. Then I came off months ago. Did it?
0: <laughs> Time passes. That's it? Oh. Ah. Oh. I see what you mean.
2: Yes. Time drags on a train.
0: I think we both went to sleep then. I remember I drank a cups of tea. It so long since I'd had a cup of hot tea.
2: We just passed through Peebles. which should been in in about half an hour. Do you live in Edinburgh too? No. But I used to.
1: That's why
0: I'm going there. You mean you live just outside the city? Uh, no. No, I don't live anywhere now. The war's a ruddy poor, Made up roots, chaps. If um, you've nowhere to stay in Edinburgh, my sister and I would be awfully
2: pleased to put you on. Oh, thanks very much. I should be glad of your hospitality for a night or two. Of course, uh, you're white. No,
0: no. I'm alone. I'm not married. Angela was waiting for me at Edinburgh. She was wearing a rather chic hat, and the severity of her tweeds contradicted it somehow. Everything about Angela was a compromise. Her looks were striking. She wished to be the centre of attraction, and yet she dressed so demurely that she would pass her without a second glance. She always had good legs, and yet the heavy robe she always wore ruined the effects of the sheerest silk stocking. Her eyes were pretty, There was her mouth but her chin was too heavy. Nature seemed to have thought a bit over her, I always thought. She always had a good chest, but it seemed to embarrass her because she was always determined to flatten it like they used to in the 20s. She never quite succeeded here. Nature fought back. Major Buckle noticed her at once. Couldn't take his eyes off her. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: oh, darling, how good to see you. This is Major Buckle, Major Peter Buckle. I've invited you to stay a little while with us. Hello, nice to meet you. Hello. By the time we reached the ticket barrier, I knew that Buckle wanted to get a lot closer to Angela and my sister than the two and a half feet apart of your handshake. I remember thinking, vaguely, it would be nice if they could get together Pat. Angela had only had me to look after for such a long time, but I didn't dwell on this. It was wartime, and you don't think very seriously about anything in the future. Not in wartime. But it was very strange to think back to the events of those days. The events and their fantastic conclusion. If only I'd had the slightest idea of what was to happen, I could have spoken to Buckle, perhaps. But I'm jumping the up. The next few days, after the arrival at Edinburgh, were, I think, the happiest in Angela's life.
1: Oh. Can you sleep well. Uh, mm. 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 Morning, Peter. Sleep well?
2: Uh, 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 like a talk.
1: Breakfast. Uh. Eggs three and a half. Just like you said. I nearly got them mixed up with Alex he's a four minute man. I <laughs> will just pop into the bath while you eat. Want me to scrub your back? Poor darling, the lead is so short. I haven't felt so
0: useful since Father died. Her cheeks shone, her hair took on a luster I'd never seen before. She was up at dawn each day, ironing shirts, making sandwiches. The presence of a guest in the house gave her an excuse for any luxury she planned. Picnics, fresh fruit salads. War, you never thought there was a war.
1: To Angela, there was no more. Mm. I'll fling this sponge at you, Alex, if you win your razor in my bath. It's a filthy trick. Butter, what about bath, too? Love hot water. Alex, no!
2: Always rinse the razor in the bath. Habits mustn't break habits. It's more time. <laughs>
1: Missy. It. They seem to get on so well together. I can hardly believe that you only met him on a train three days ago. But he's so wet. I hardly know a thing about him. You need to? No, well, not if you like it.
0: passed the next few days very idly without plan or purpose picnics during the day up called in the evening I explained the plot of the play I was going to write and Angela after two whiskers said it was brilliant he was very happy Peter Buckle didn't talk much he seemed to have attached himself to me he listened attentively sometimes embarrassingly to all I to say. because of Angela's fondness for me she naturally became very warm towards Peter I don't think he attracted her physically he was too vague, nebulous, and undefined a person that had have any feelings as precise as that. But I noticed on the fourth night, when Angela kissed me goodnight, she kissed Buckle as well, since he happened to be sitting beside me. By the end of the fortnight, there seemed to be some sort of understanding between them. It wasn't love. It looked dangerously like the imminence of marriage, though. <laughs>
2: Oh, Listen. Johnny. You know, I met a chap the other day who believes this boy will go on until 1950. And then it's going to end in a stalemate. Then
1: it'll all have been an awful waste of time, then, won't it? Look.
2: Hmm?
1: Poor Alec, asleep already.
0: Ah. Well, that's a good idea. Oh, yes, isn't it? Angela? Hmm? Will you marry me?
1: Yes, all right. You want me to?
0: Thanks.
1: <laughs> it's not the funny place to be close, isn't it? Lying down in a tube station.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose it is, really. Most of them the
1: avoid lying down. <laughs> the English are awful prudes. The bones are horizontal, they're very daring. <laughs> <laughs> And park, you
0: know. Oh, oh, yes, it would be nice. For Mary. Hmm. Hmm? When? Oh, nearly. In a couple of days. They were joined in Holy Wedlock two days later by special license at Caxton Hall. I gave her away, and Buckle received her. We were both slightly hilarious and a little drunk. Only Angela was serious or sober. And now the whole thing moved swiftly towards its odd, and I must admit, rather frightening climax.
2: The new Car Wax with the detergent proof formula won't wash off. It's detergent resistant. Rally gives char wax protection that's deep and long lasting. And the finish is fast, very fast. Johnson's Rally Car Wax in liquid or paste form. Broke, broke, that's all you have to do. Broke, broke, just for an hour or two. Find the that's new when you you're using Bioclase. Amazing New Biotech acts with a biological action to soak out the stubbornest stains and loosen dirt. New Biotech is great for all textiles and synthetic whites and colors. It contains no bleach. Get Amazing New Biotech today and let soaking do the washing.
1: moon. Uh, send me a postcard from Brighton, won't you? Oh, Peter, couldn't Alex come too? Hmm? Uh, yes, why not? Uh,
2: come on, Alex. Oh, but I've only got a fan. Well, never mind. We'll pick get up later. <laughs>
0: that. I went with them to Brighton on their honeymoon, and we took one double room and one single room at, I forget the hotel. That first morning, I didn't bother to get up. I lay in bed reading until, oh, must have been 8.30. Angela knocked on my door. Hello? Yes? Hello? Oh, hello, Angie. Have a good... You are Brighton aren't you? I want people to be Here?
1: yes Chatting to you or something? No. What? Well, I forgot I'd ever so early. I've already had breakfast. I took a walk down to the beach. I thought he might have gone for a swim or something. He's not down there. Yeah. Well, Well, uh,
0: hey,
1: I... I had an awful funny dream in the night. You do? Know? Hmm. What do
0: you
1: hear about? Yes. not too. Got a fag? Hmm. Oh,
0: Tom.
1: You? No, I haven't cleaned my teeth yet. Hmm, I know. I can smell your breath. It's all pale and pony. <laughs> where well, husband my husbands, gone. Anyway, in this dream, I'd been out hunting. But instead of riding a horse, I was sitting beside a giraffe. And we'd been galloping quite out of control through this forest, and every tree was on fire. Isn't that funny? Uh, yes. I wonder where he is. Where could he have gone?
0: Probably for a walk.
1: Hmm. See you in the dining room. But you've had breakfast, haven't you? Yes. I i had some water. i hungry it makes Bring drink.
0: <coughs> the hotel porter hadn't seen Major Buckle. The dining room staff didn't know where he'd gone to either. We went down onto the beach and had a look for him among the early bathers, sporting themselves in and the out of the waves. He wasn't there. Wasn't anywhere, it seemed. We went back to the hotel. It was getting very late by now. The porter again said he hadn't seen Peter. Said it in a very reassuring way. As if he took it for granted that Angela didn't want to see her husband. That fool of a porter thinks we're having an affair. You'll afraid your husband will come and catch us red-handed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought that might have amused you. What the devil can he be? There's
1: no nurse, or anything. No message. Maybe he's been
2: called up to London by the war office or something. Urgent business.
0: That sort of thing happens every
2: day. and our veteran got called off on some secret mission first day of his leave. phoned.
0: Well, maybe he did when we were out. Then
2: well, there would have been a message. Well,
0: we'll wait till lunchtime, then I'll phone the club. If he got up very early and got the first train, he'll be in London easily by now. He's sure to lunch at the club. Hang on a bit. Let's go have some coffee.
1: All right, Alex.
0: I phoned the club, and when I came out of the kiosk, I shook my head, and Angela went to pack. She was now very worried. So was I, but with more reason. I didn't tell her that when I inquired after her husband, the secretary of the club had blandly replied that Buckle was dead. Of course, I made up my mind at the time that there just had to be two members with the same name. But all the same, it was a shock, I can tell you.
1: Ah,
2: oh, Captain McLean. Uh, thank you, Corporal.
0: <coughs> they rang from downstairs. Told me you were coming up to see me. It's good of you to meet us, Colonel Hutchinson. This is my sister, Angela. Very good. Oh, how do you do? Very well, thanks. Thank you. Yes, we felt we had to come to the war office. Uh, do sit down, please. Then. Thank you. You see, sir, if Major Buckle's been recalled to his units or dispatched on some mission, I really think it's only fair that his wife should be told, especially in these circumstances. What uh, circumstances?
1: Were we I? were on our honeymoon. We were only married yesterday afternoon.
0: You did say Major Peter Buckle of the Black Watch. Yes, sir. Bring me a list of the Black Watch. <clears throat> well, uh, we'll clear this up, I hope. Uh, cigarette? Would
1: you?
0: Uh, no, for me, thank you, Colonel. Hmm. not mind if I do. No, yeah. no, of course not, sir. Hmm. Drags on, doesn't it? They're on leave, I take it, Captain? Yes, sir. It drags on. Oh, the war, yes. Well, economics, you know. That's what historians tell us. Hmm. They're wrong, the historians. Wars are not caused by economics, not at all. Economics is an excuse. Excuse for war. The reason for war is that it destroys what we want destroyed. The status quo with which we identify our own inhibitions. War alone releases our personal relationships. It's not a necessary evil, but a necessary pleasure. Well, yes, yes, if we were honest, we would admit that all the horror, all the slaughter, the cruelty suffering which war entails remain for us merely regrettable statistics. What means something to us is that war provides us with that sense of insecurity which is life, when peace has seemed as respectable and as dull as death. Well, surely there are other ways. I mean so? Yes, yes, there are other ways. It's true that a Duncan orgy might provide a similar release. It is rather difficult to remain drunk for several years. More, though, we can indulge ourselves without guilt. Indeed, our excuses become duties, and any behavior is condoned under the blanket of a great sacrifice, which we curse publicly, but uh, enjoy privately. Oh, thank you. Yes, national disasters can be borne with comfortable fortitude. It's personal sorrow, not grief for another, but a lack in our own life, which is unbearable, it's a burden we would put, down, Oh, and there are a million men forward in it. Huh? Oh, yes. I don't know what to do. I mean, once you leave there, Alex,
1: it's going to be so ridiculous. I, mean, I don't feel as if I've got a husband.
0: It was unlikely. There was just a chance that there were two officers of the same name and rank in the same regiment. As I said, there must be some mistake. Major Buttle was blown to pieces before my eyes six months ago. It's impossible. A mine exploded under his car. Very little was left of Buttle, but quite enough to identify him. The man whom you married yesterday must have been an imposter masquerading as Major Buckle. No, I'm sure he was genuine. I'd have spotted it if he wasn't. I'm sorry, Captain, but I doubt it. There are plenty of these people who pass themselves off as officers these days. You must trace this Major Buckle of yours. Intelligence will want to question him. I suppose you've got a photograph of him. Uh, did he look remotely like this?
1: Yes. That's Peter.
0: That's impossible, I'm afraid, madam. If you have a photograph of your husband, you can compare it with this one. I'm sure you'll see that the likeness is only enough to justify the imposter in his attempt. Have you such a photograph? No.
1: I'm... Yes. Yes, of course.
0: We took several snaps on a picnic. quite a
1: few relics, my brother and Peter, on a picnic just outside Edinburgh.
0: A couple of weeks ago. The film is not developed yet. I've got it, Let it, me a bit. of fact, carried round all this time. I- I've been meaning to get... I think we'd better have it developed here. I gave the film to the colonel, and then Angela and I went to a canteen for a cup of tea while they developed the photos. When we returned, the colonel looked strangely embarrassed. Mm. Mm. Yes, uh, very nice, the scent. Your, uh, your brother looks quite a film star.
1: Mm. Let, let me see.
0: And Angela stared at the prince, and then looked at me. I looked, too, at the photos. There were six photographs of me. But there was no trace of any figure, however dim, standing beside me.